having more confidence in our lives opens us up to so much possibility. The way we get the good feeling, the way we get that strength, that confidence that accumulates over time is we show up for the bad feeling. We're not afraid of it. We're not letting it stop us. We're not letting it dictate or control our actions. It's not because you sat there looking pretty, being Snow White, waiting for Prince Charming to give you a peck. It's because you geared up and you suited up and you were like, bitch, I'm ready to get messy. Welcome to the Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jess. I'm the host of this podcast. I used to have a career in the corporate space. I had a very successful career, and I had this podcast and just... Um, several months ago, I took the podcast full time and became a career coach for women. And now I dedicate all of my time and energy to helping women become these strong, confident, unstoppable leaders. This is my life's work. It is my joy. I'm pretty good at it if I do say so myself and if I allow myself some space to brag. And that's what I do on this show. This show is about helping you become that version of yourself who is so strong that she goes for the things that she wants and she really shows up with a type of leadership that is magnetic and powerful and gets things done, but in a way that makes everyone want to work with you and in a way that creates a super powerful reputation for you professionally. That is what this show is all about. This is part two in my six-part series on confidence. I'm really indulging myself in allowing myself to create six parts. I have the type of creative thinking brain where I can just keep coming up with more ideas and more ideas and adding things and adding things, and I really indulge that in this series. I hope you don't get sick of talking about confidence, but honestly, like, how could you? How could you ever get sick of the topic of confidence? Having more confidence in our lives opens us up to so much possibility. So I think that we can never have too much of it. And so that's what today's episode is all about. Okay, before I dive into the topic for this part, part two, feelings and confidence, come join me on the interwebs. I'm on Instagram at The Art of Speaking Up. I have a Facebook group also called The Art of Speaking Up. I would love to connect with you. Please feel free to message me, say hello. I love meeting you. It's always so cool when I get to interact with like a real human who listens to the show because on my end, I just see numbers and data. And so like, I don't get that warm, fuzzy feeling unless I get to interact with you. So please feel free to reach out to me if you just wanna say hi. I would love to know that you're listening. And with that, let's dive into part two feelings and confidence and how we create confidence when we're not feeling good, when we're feeling bad. And this is something that I see so much in my one-on-one work with my clients. And this, this was something that in my growth journey, when I really grasped 
grasped, grasped, that's a really hard word to say. When I truly grasped this idea that I'm sharing with you, that is when my own like confidence and ability to show up in the world in a really big way just started to snowball in ways that I couldn't even imagine. I've been on my own confidence journey for a while. I would say me launching the podcast was a pretty big starting point of that journey. And along the way, I've had all sorts of growth and different markers. And I would say around the time when I was launching my coaching business in the end of 2020 and really embodying like what I teach in my coaching and really embodying what I ask my clients to do and really kind of becoming the person who lives out what I guide you towards and what I guide my clients towards. Like I experienced a huge, huge breakthrough in my own sense of strength and confidence and how I am in the world. And it was all related to this topic. And it was all because it opened my mind up to this idea and it changed everything for me. And I'm so excited to share this with you. I need you to listen to this with an open mind. And the reason why, and I'm going to be talking about this throughout the series, but the reason why is because I think that we really easily get seduced by this fantasy of what we think confidence is supposed to be. And it is not the good kind of fantasy of like the fantasy of the powerful woman you're becoming. I'm all about that fantasy. This kind of fantasy is like the unrealistic fantasy, like the fantasy that's like not really real, but so tantalizing. It's like the too good to be true fantasy, which is that confidence is all about feeling good. And the whole point of confidence is to figure out how to feel good. And then you feel good and you show up confident and then you feel better because you showed up confident. And your whole life and your whole career is just a series of feeling good and being confident confident and feeling good and being confident. Now, feeling good has a place in the confidence journey and it has a place in the confidence puzzle, but it is not the only piece of the confidence puzzle. And when we open ourselves up to the idea that feeling bad is an essential part of the confidence building process and that feeling bad doesn't mean that we're on the wrong track, When we open ourselves up to including bad feelings in our confidence journey and understanding that they're supposed to be there and that part of confidence includes the experience of weathering tough feelings and weathering tough situations, when we open ourselves up to that reality, that is when we blow off the limits of what we can accomplish. Because so many of the things that we are afraid to do, um, speaking up in a meeting, taking up space at work, taking initiative, asking for a promotion, asking for a raise, going for the roles that you want, showing up for the interview, right? So many of the things that feel scary, feel scary because there are bad feelings that we experience as we do those things. And to make this topic really concrete, I want to share something specific that comes up again and again in my one-on-one work and is probably something that you have experienced. What comes up inevitably is I will have someone say to me that they lack confidence. So we'll be preparing for a meeting or a job interview or something really important and 
we're going to talk about confidence because confidence is more important than like the content or like what you say in the job interview. Like being confident is the most important thing to work on. So we'll be working on it and and they will tell me I'm worried because I don't feel confident. I know I'm not going to be confident. I'm not going to feel confident in this situation. And when we get more specific, what we really learn is that the situation gives this person a bad feeling. They feel small. They feel afraid. They feel contracted. They feel a bad feeling, a feeling that doesn't feel good, a feeling that they don't like. And what happens when we have the story that confidence should always feel good and that bad feelings have no place in our journey of building confidence, what happens then is we get a bad feeling and we attach a story to it. And we say, oh my gosh, this bad feeling means I'm not her. I'm not the bold bitch that I really want to be. I'm not the confident person who lands the job or nails the meeting or nails the presentation. I'm still not her. I still feel awful. And we create and we reinforce this story of who we are. And with that bad feeling, we make an unconscious choice to show up small. We make an unconscious choice to let that feeling drive, to let that feeling dictate how much inner strength we're going to try to summon in that situation. And we reinforce this story that we're not confident. And what I would love to open up your mind to, which honestly, when I work with people on this. A lot of people don't like this and I get pushback on this because I think a lot of us want the fantasy of things feeling good all the time. But what I would love to open your mind up to is that a bad feeling that you feel in a situation is your confidence journey. It is the first step of your confidence journey. And the problem that I see so often is that people see that bad feeling or feel that bad feeling or experience that bad feeling and they think it's a wall. They're like, oh, there's the feeling. I feel awful. I feel terrible. I feel anxious. I feel nervous. I feel small. That's a wall. I can't show up powerfully. I suck. I'm not good at my job. I have imposter syndrome. I better back away because I just ran into that stupid wall again that I can't seem to get past. And what I'm asking you to open up your mind to, which will literally, this will change your life. This changed my life. Like so much of my growth has come from this. That bad feeling that you are encountering that feels like a wall is not a wall. That bad feeling is a door that you are being called and invited to turn the knob open and walk through. But we don't tend to do this, and perhaps you might not do this, because one, we think it's a wall, not a door. We think the bad feeling means we failed, so we don't even perceive it as an opportunity. And two, opening the door, going in, means accepting the bad feeling, leaning into the bad feeling, seeing if we can have presence and some courage, even with the bad feeling present, right? Like if you had a door, labeled bad feeling, you wouldn't want to open it, right? Like who would want to enter the door of bad feelings? Like as humans, we don't want to do this. And yet that is what I'm asking you to do. 
I'm asking you to feel the feeling and treat it as a door and move through it and move with it rather than taking the feeling as a sign that you have failed on your confidence journey and now it's time for you to stop and now it's time for you to be quiet in the meeting because you're still feeling this feeling. What I'm inviting you to do is to say, oh, hello, bad feeling. You have tricked me all of this time into thinking that you're a wall, but I know better because I listen to Jess's podcast and I know that you are a door and I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to turn that fucking knob and walk walk through that door. And when you build the capacity to be with a bad feeling, to not let a bad feeling dictate the story that you create about yourself in your mind, and to not let a bad feeling dictate your action or stop you dead in your tracks when you're trying to grow and strengthen your voice. When you cultivate the ability to do those things, you become unstoppable because there is no situation that you can't navigate. This requires us and it requires you to be willing to be with a bad feeling and change the way you relate to it. Now, sometimes when we feel a bad feeling, like let's say you're sitting in a meeting and you feel a bad feeling, there are times when we can achieve a shift in perspective right? And you feel a bad feeling and all of your horrible mind chatter comes in and you're thinking about how awful you are. And there are times that you will experience where you will recognize it. You'll be like, oh my gosh, my inner critic's going crazy. I'm totally like assuming the worst. And you'll be able to shift yourself out of the bad feeling. And that is super, super powerful. And that is something that I do in my own life. Can I snap out of this? Like, what assumptions am I making that aren't true, that are making me feel bad? That is always an avenue that is really important to explore. But there are also times when, like, the bad feeling is just there, right? Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's physical shakes. Maybe you're just feeling that small, icky, unworthy feeling, and it's just there. And when we can't shift out of it, then our next line of, of choice, the next thing we get to choose is to show up differently than the ways that we've showed up in the past when that bad feeling has entered into our being. Because typically the way we show up when that bad feeling comes towards us is we get really small, we hide, we don't bring our ideas forward, we question ourselves, we self-sabotage. You start doing things like that because of that feeling. And your calling is to learn how to open the door of that feeling and go through it rather than letting it stop you. And this is such a powerful thing. And I'll give you a really concrete example of like how this shows up for many of my clients, especially my clients and myself too, who experience nerves. Like a lot of my clients have nerves in meetings, nerves in presenting their work. This is something that I have like dealt with up the wazoo in my career. I've made so much growth, so much progress on this and I love coaching on this and I have a lot of clients who are working through this. And what most of them come to at a certain point in our work together is that anxious feeling that they feel, they're able to get some space from it to calm down some of the thoughts that, that the feeling is causing them to have. And then what they end up saying to me after we've been working on it for a while is like, oh my gosh, like I started talking 
in the meeting and I felt it and it came and it felt horrible and I kept talking and then it went away. <laughs> it went away. And like they they have this like come to Jesus moment where they're like, oh, it like it barely lasted a minute, right? And I'm not saying that this is always the case, but this is a really beautiful example of when we make the feeling not mean so much about us and when we just treat it as a bad feeling that we are totally able to show up for, it often passes and is behind us before we know it. And what we train ourselves to do is to learn how to have our own back Learn to be kind to ourselves. Learn to have inner strength. Learn how to be a fighter in the moments where we're feeling awful, in the moments where we want to hide, in the moments where we want to give up. It is your ability to do that that fundamentally transforms your confidence because bad feelings are always going to happen because we're human. There's no way around them. So rather than waiting to get into this elusive state where you never feel a bad feeling, what you really want to do is learn how to partner with your bad feelings, learn how to make room for them, recognize them, understand how they impact your behavior, and make a choice of how you want to show up even when you see those bad feelings coming in. And this is so empowering. And part of the reason that this builds your confidence so fast is because you're showing yourself that you're badass. You're showing yourself that you can tolerate something hard, right? I think about this as the difference between being like Snow White, building confidence Snow White style, where you are lying there looking pretty and then a prince comes and kisses you and you wake up from your sleep. That's like the fantasy of building confidence, right? We want to lie there and look pretty and look amazing, right? Never embarrass ourselves, never fail. And then we don't want to make too much effort. We want the prince to come and give us a kiss. We want to just magically feel good, right? So that is that unrealistic fantasy of confidence. And what I'm telling you is like, no, 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 no. We're not going for Snow White. We are gearing up and we're like going for like, Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider, right? We're going to get messy. It's going to get ugly. It's going to feel bad. But who's more badass, Snow White or Angelina Jolie? Like, which direction do you want your journey and your growth to go in? When I think about women becoming strong, powerful leaders, building confidence, for me, this work is not Snow White work, which means for me, part of this work and part of the work of building confidence is creating that intimacy with ourselves where we can be with the bad feeling. We can tolerate it. We can understand how we typically react to it. And with strength and love and compassion and an empowered perspective, we can make new choices about how we want to act when we feel that bad feeling. And the most magical thing about this is that as we make those choices and as we teach ourselves that the bad feeling is not a wall, but it's a door and we could still speak up and still make our best effort in that situation to be brave and bold, as we do that over and over, the bad feeling shrinks 
because the bad feeling is trying to get you to stay safe and small, right? The bad feeling thinks that you're in danger. There is a part of primitive part of your mind that is very effective and intense, but not very intelligent that thinks that if you say something or if you go for the big job interview or make the big ask or do the big scary thing, it thinks you're putting yourself in danger. And it's creating that bad feeling because it thinks that it's protecting you from danger. And when you repeatedly step into the situation that you want to step into and take the action and speak up and go for the thing and do the big scary thing, your brain starts to see like, oh, it's not really working for us to like make her feel bad to keep her safe and quiet because she's speaking up anyway. So that feeling is going to lessen and dissipate over time and your brain's going to learn, oh, This situation isn't dangerous. And all of a sudden, the thing that felt bad and felt hard doesn't feel bad or hard anymore. And why? It's not because you sat there looking pretty, being Snow White, waiting for Prince Charming to give you a peck. It's because you geared up and you suited up and you were like, bitch, I'm ready to get messy and you're ready to feel the hard feelings and show up for the hard situations and be in there in those moments with those feelings that you get the reward and the other end of the tunnel, which is that that bad feeling is less to non-existent. It has gone away. It doesn't exist anymore because you are willing to face it over and over. The way we get the good feeling, the way we get that strength, that confidence that accumulates over time is we show up for the bad feeling. We're not afraid of it. We're not letting it stop us. We're not letting it dictate or control our actions. We recognize that leaning into this bad feeling in the present moment, opening this door, showing up as big as we possibly can, even though things feel really hard, We recognize what that's doing for us in the long run, and we recognize how that fits into our journey of growth. This is so important. This is one of the most important things that I can share with you. I feel like I'm such a personal development junkie. I read all the things, all the stuff. I'm trained as a coach. I use so many different modalities in my coaching. Like, I I love all the things. I'm like the Swiss army knife. And it like definitively in my life, the tools that have been the most powerful for me by a long shot are all of the tools that involve going towards the hard stuff, the dark stuff, the difficult stuff. When you try to build confidence and you try to build strength off of the th- only the things that feel good and only trying to ever feel good and avoiding feeling bad, In my experience, it doesn't last, it's not sustainable, and it doesn't build any sort of muscle that you can use for the future. Now, this doesn't mean that we throw ourselves into wild discomfort, right? And it doesn't mean we push ourselves past our edges in a way that's excessive, in a way that doesn't support, you know, our health and our nervous systems. But it does mean that we look with a really critical eye at some of the places where we're avoiding negative feelings that we might be able to tolerate or where we're really letting those negative feelings keep us small and keep us from taking action. 
And as you begin to see those places, you begin to recognize all of the spaces in your life where you're trying to be snow white and just wait and look pretty and wait for someone to kiss you awake and like wait to feel good and have your confident magical moment when really like you need to be Lara Croft and you need to be like putting on the boots and like getting dirty and getting ready to fight. That is where confidence comes from for me. And I think this is our calling as female leaders is to build that resilience, build that grit, build that ability to weather the highs and the lows. And as you'll see, when you're willing to be with the bad feeling, do the hard thing and show up as best you can. You don't have to be perfect when you're feeling bad. It's just about giving it your best. It's just about having your own back. But when you're willing to do that, the areas that used to be really hard for you become much easier over time. And then you reach for bigger things. And now those things kind of feel bad and uncomfortable. And you keep growing and evolving over and over and over. There is a phrase in the coaching communities that I'm in that I love so much. And I'm going to share it with you because I think you're going to love it too. The phrase is the river of misery. And (laughs) I'm laughing because it's so good. And this is why we need coaches. This is the journey that I go on with my clients. This is the journey of change. But the way that I want you to imagine it is like we all have a starting point that we're at and a point that we want to get to right on the other end. And for so many of the women in this community, the point that they want to get to is feeling stronger, having a stronger voice, getting a promotion, being a powerful leader, communicating powerfully, right? That's like kind of where they're trying to go. But you can't just like leap from where you are to that place in like one step. I, A client of mine even like we were talking about learnings and takeaways and she shared that it's like not one thing or one trick. It's like this beautiful accumulation and That's so true. Like you can't go from that starting point to that end point in one step. It's going to be a series of steps and you're going to have to step off of your starting point and ride through the river of misery before you get to that place where you're like, I finally did it. I finally gave a presentation and I wasn't overcome by nerves. I finally showed up for that job interview and actually like represented myself the best that I can. I finally started speaking powerfully in meetings. I finally had the courage to ask for the thing that I really want at work, right? But in between your starting point and getting to that point, there's going to be discomfort and there's going to be some failed attempts most likely and there are going to be things that feel hard or stretchy or uncomfortable. And when you're in that river of misery, it feels like you just want to go back to the old version of you. Um, so this is where you might have thoughts like, oh, maybe I should just like stay on my current path and like not go for something bigger. Maybe I shouldn't like dare to believe in myself. Maybe I should stay with what's familiar. Uh, Maybe I should stay in this job even though I hate it, right? Maybe I should stay at this company even though I really want to leave. Maybe I should just apply for like roles that are like at my level or maybe even a level below. Like maybe I should just do that, right? It's because that in-between space where you're becoming that bigger version of yourself, you're reaching for something bigger, you're building your confidence, so that you can get to the other end. It's so uncomfortable to be in that phase that so often we either stay where we are or we step into the river of misery and it feels so uncomfortable that we give up and we go back to our starting point and we reinforce this horrible, horrible, inaccurate story that we're just not good enough 
and we just can't do it. And there's just something wrong with us. And everyone else can have these amazing changes and amazing transformations and amazing careers, but we can't. The truth is we can. Everyone can. It's just up to this question of, are you willing to see your bad feelings as a door and not a wall? Are you willing to keep going when you experience a bad feeling? And like I said, sometimes you can shift out of a bad feeling, which is a beautiful thing, and that's part of what coaching is for, but sometimes the bad feeling is there, and sometimes your growth is to work through the bad feeling, process the bad feeling, and to learn how to show up even with the bad feeling. I'll give you an example from my personal life, something, and professional life, I mean my life, something that I've really struggled with, and I'm going to try to articulate this as best I can because it's honestly kind of hard to explain, but there are so many professional situations where like I would find myself in a meeting and my entire body would just contract. Like I would just feel so scared, so small. It would be as if my body was saying like, hide, you don't belong here, go away, run away. It would feel so intolerable and so uncomfortable. And for the longest time in my career, I just stayed quiet and I tried to not talk in those situations. And now when I'm in those situations, I don't usually feel that contraction. I feel good. But the reason that I feel good was because I was actually willing to show up in those situations and anticipate that like I was going to feel that and I was like willing to go in with a plan to open the door instead of like get knocked into that wall. So when I felt that feeling, I was willing to play and experiment with a different action and say, okay, I'm feeling that contraction. I'm feeling that smallness. But part of my growth means I need to start speaking up. I need to try to represent myself well, right? Like I need to have a voice. I need to get visible. And so I would practice doing that. And it didn't feel good at first, and it didn't always sound good at first, and it didn't go well at first, and that is the river of misery. And I couldn't make that mean it wasn't going to get better. And I couldn't make that mean that I should just be quiet and stop doing the scary thing and stop putting my voice out there, right? Like I couldn't make it mean those things. I just had to keep going and keep believing that this was part of my growth, this was part of my journey, and that eventually this feeling wouldn't be so difficult. And eventually my voice would sound neutral, and then it would sound a little bit confident, and then it would sound super confident. I just had to trust that I was on this path. And it was the same thing with the podcast. When I launched this podcast in 2018, I was terrified of people listening to me. I was so scared. And I I was like, if it, if it feels this scary and vulnerable and exposing, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it's not worth me putting my voice out there. I don't want to do this anymore. And I just kept going and I just trusted that it was going to get better and that if I showed up for it, it was all going to make sense. And it did. And now, like, I love this podcast and I feel so confident on here and I bring my best self and my best voice and my strongest voice and it just keeps getting stronger. But It's because when it felt bad, I stayed. I didn't stop, right? Just like when I felt bad in meetings, I committed to speaking up. I committed to seeing that bad feeling as a door, not a wall. And eventually the bad feelings were less potent and I was really able to become a different person. And that is the process of change. And that is the process of building confidence. I don't feel confident right now 
because I am so like I feel so good and I feel so strong and I have this command and I know how to show up the way that I want to. That is not the reason I feel confident. I feel confident because I know how I treated myself in the moments where I felt like shit. And I know that I know how to be in that moment and be with myself and weather that moment. That's where my confidence comes from. That's why it's so lasting and so sustainable because feeling bad happens repeatedly in our lives. No matter how much confidence we build, we're going to find ourselves in difficult situations. And if you're like me and you're ambitious, as soon as something becomes easy, I go for the next thing. And I know a lot of you do too. That's what my clients do too, right? So all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, these meetings aren't stressful anymore. Okay, great. I'm ready to ask for my promotion and the meetings are going to get a whole lot bigger, right? So it's it's not the fact that you feel powerful, although that's beautiful. I totally want you to experience that. I love that. I, I eat that up, right? Like that is one of my favorite things. And it's not that. That isn't the thing. It's the knowing that when you're on the roller coaster and it's like going through a low and it's at this low point, it's the knowing that you're totally going to be okay. You're totally going to have your own back. You don't need to be Snow White. You don't just wait there until things are easy and someone kisses you awake, right? It's like knowing, no, like throw all the crap at me. I'm totally going to be able to handle it. And That is so much of the essence of the growth process, right? And that is so much of the essence of what I do in my coaching work and on this podcast is to support you in that journey. And so to summarize all of this for you, to tie this up in a neat bow, if you want to turbocharge your confidence, if you want to become unstoppable, if you want to become powerful, if you want to become badass, don't wait and expect that you're just going to one day feel good expect that there are going to be lots of places that you're not going to feel good and have your confidence building be your ability to navigate those situations with greater resilience, greater commitment, greater self-love, and greater strength. And every time you feel bad and you show up anyway and you speak up anyway and you do the thing anyway, you reward yourself. I don't care if it sounded bad, if it sounded awkward, if it sounded stupid, right? Those bad, awkward phases are part of this. They are part of it and they're really, really important. And we can't build the strong voice, the powerful voice, the fun voice, the cool voice. We can't build all that good stuff without going through that toddler phase where we're just getting up and trying to walk and we're falling down and we're crying and we're throwing a tantrum because it's not fun, right? That's part of it. And it's the part that's hard and it's the part that we don't like. But when we learn to embrace that part, when we learn to navigate that part, when we build tools and inner resilience to help us get through that part and not give up, that is when we truly transform. That is when you become a leader. So that is part two, feelings and confidence. Bad feelings aren't fun, but they're part of the process. And when you can learn to welcome them in and treat them as a door and not a wall, that is when everything will start to change for you. That wraps up part two of this series on confidence. Please say hello to me. I'm gonna drop you know the Facebook group, my Instagram below. Let me know how you're doing. And if you want to take this work to the next level, and if you're feeling like now is the time for you to actually like ride through the river of misery and get to that place where you feel unstoppable and you know that you can accomplish anything you want in your career because you can handle hard things, I can help you with that journey. 
it is magical. It will change everything as soon as I embraced coaching the way that I am in the world and my confidence and everything about me changed. I see that same shift in my clients and I would be so honored to support you in your own journey of experiencing that. It's not always easy. It's not a quick fix. It's not a trick or a hack. It requires time. That's why I coach for five months minimum because I'm here for real change. I'm here for lasting change, the kind of change that you're gonna take with you for the rest of your career. I will drop my information below if you wanna reach out for coaching and get in by the end of July because my prices are going to go up in August. I would love to connect with you. And that brings me to the end. What a fun episode. I'm so excited for part three. That's tomorrow. I'm walking you through this concept of confidence 1.0 versus confidence 2.0, which to be honest with you is really just a reinforcement of part two. So it is in a way a slightly different way of me explaining what I explained in this episode. However, I'm gonna take you a little bit deeper into like my philosophies on confidence, how I think about working with a one-on-one client on confidence because you will be able to take that and apply it to your own journey. And I'm gonna give you a framework to help get started and help you have like a concrete way to think about your confidence building journey. Oh, I'm so excited. Wow. I'm having a lot of fun with this series. As you can tell, I'm feeling really good. Today was a really good day. I'm definitely buzzing. You can probably tell from this episode. I had some really powerful sessions. A lot of my clients happen to be at a place in our coaching where they're making really big moves towards their promotions. And I'm feeling like this sense of like feminine power just permeating and it feels so good. And I'm so excited for what I'm gonna accomplish supporting all of you. I'm so excited for what you're gonna accomplish. And I just am truly feeling like we're we're hitting on this sense of limitlessness. I feel it coming. I know that, I mean, there's so much impact that this podcast has that I don't always see. And I know that it's only gonna get bigger, right? And there's only gonna be more of you learning to feel strong, building this sustainable confidence, this emotional resilience, having powerful careers, making lots of money if that's what you want, right? Like that's the impact that I wanna have for you out in the world. And I feel really good that it is seriously happening and it's about to get bigger. Okay, I'm going to sign off. Have an amazing day. I will catch you in part three, which is there, part one, two, and three are this week. And then parts four, five, six are next week. And yeah, I'll catch you there. Bye.